0: Look, it's a flood. A flood. It's flooding. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates. To hit the right button make sure everything was plugged in the right way so you know the actual microphone w- was capturing the sound instead of the computer's microphone which sounds like
1: shit yeah i know that coffee pot is extra loud right now too all the sound levels just it's keep rising up. up and crashing through this is done hey, and ziggy with the Flood. <laughs> you like my late night <laughs> radio DJ voice there? With
0: the Flood, where we put the culture in context Ooh. with our pop perspective to make the mainstream make sense. Now, here's some smooth jazz from the sounds Ew, of smooth Kenny
1: Smooth jazz, get out of here, boomer! What the fuck? Smooth jazz, man. You gonna put on some Gerald Levert and get this. <laughs> uh, ain't nobody nowadays. Traffic Gerald is Levert. light right
0: now, just like our mood. Weather seems to be sunny outside, and listen to the news.
1: <laughs> yo, yeah. we was just listening to that new Yeba right is that how you say it? I don't even know oh my god Yeba
0: no it's probably Yeba So I don't know if you saw you might it, it, it went pretty viral the the tweet where it was: Would you rather have dinner with Jay Z or five hundred
1: thousand dollars? I feel like some iteration of this pops up like every now and again on. This I, one blew dude, the fuck up though. This time, yeah. This so this time it really went viral. Title tweeted. Title tweeted this shit.
0: T no 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 no, no. They, no. they tweeted. Title tweeted, the tweeted. Take the five hundred
1: thousand. Title tweeted. Take the five hundred. Yeah, dog. what the fuck kind of question is that? I'm just saying like anybody who thinks that okay I'm not saying that dinner with Jay-Z couldn't potentially have some monumental Impact on your psyche, right? Maybe it'll inspire you to really quit the bullshitting and get your hustle on for real Right might make a nigga go sell some crack on the streets. I don't know all I'm saying is You wouldn't have to do that if you took the $500,000, my nigga. (laughs) What the fuck does you mean? (laughs) What the fuck does you mean? Like, stop. Stop. Why do we always play these kinds of games? I don't understand. Jay-Z's first advice would be like, why didn't you take the $500,000? Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) You'd be sitting across from this nigga and he'd be like, So you really picked this over (laughs) $500,000? This. Over five hundred thousand. Like you didn't even get to pick where dinner's at. I'm not gonna pay for your meal. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? Stupid. 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 This is a dumbass debate. Has Jay Z finally chimed in on the shit? Title is owned by Jay Z. I mean, co-owned by Jay. Look, the point is, I'm pretty sure Jay Z will tell you to take that five hundred thousand. Y'all gotta stop playing. Yup. Stop playing. So as we roll on into it this week, you know, a couple of things are going on. We have Doja Cat, you know, seeming to continue her meteoric rise, hosting the VMAs that are in the VMAs are happening tonight as we record, right? Hunter on- Biden, the artist. Ooh, oh, okay. That sounds a little bit interesting, right? Uh, we got... Baby Keem dropped that new album. Uh, we listened to <laughs> that Range feature, Range Brothers feature with Kendrick. I got I got a, a few things to say. Yeah, you can miss um, me with that. <sighs> <laughs> it might be a Smart Guy reboot on the way. He's
0: a smart guy.
1: PlayStation, the uh, PlayStation showcase happened. A couple of trailers dropped for some new games. We'll get Zig and I's reaction to that. Also, there's Zebras on the list. There's the zebras on the loose. If you live in the DMV, let us know if y'all caught any of the zebras that's running wild. Some
0: salacious celebrity-azza.
1: Always, as always.
0: But let's start off with rest in
1: peace to one of the goats, Michael K. Williams. Yo, this shit was so out of left field. Definitely a moment of silence for Michael K. Williams. and as we remember you know some of his great roles you know omar and the wire and everything hey yo babe you come with the king you best not miss montrose most recently montrose in lovecraft country yup it just it seems like from the reporting that i was able to gather it seems like an accidental overdose. It doesn't seem like it was on purpose. They haven't, I mean, there's no telling, right? Cause we don't know these celebrities like at their hearts. We don't really know what's going on with them mentally. Like, you know, Robin Williams caught everybody off guard. Anthony Bourdain caught everybody off guard. You know, Mac Miller. That was like I'm pretty sure was an accidental overdose. Like, yeah, and Michael wow. K. Williams, he's Whitney Houston, and like that was an accidental overdose. Michael Jackson, like, can we look, y'all? I know it's hard out here, right? And a lot of us <laughs> tend to self-medicate to get through it, and you know I'm no, I'm not innocent of that. We've all been there, you know, whether it's coffee or cigarettes or anything like that, you know, and a lot of us tend to need something that hits a little bit harder to find that relief, but it's dangerous out here right now, y'all. I don't know how else to put it. Look <laughs> yep. If you're going to be out here balling like that, at least you get you a test kit and make sure what you're taking is what you actually taking, you know what I mean? That's that's my piece of advice. You're taking the bet, y'all. Make sure it's not fentanyl. Jesus Christ, Fifty Cent, chill like, out. Oh, like this shit ain't no joke, man. And people really are out here looking for some kind of relief.
0: I mean, he's he's immortalized in Omar. Like that, that is. You wouldn't. Athletes, they have their championship rings. Actors, they have like their. Like, those roles. That's an equivalent of a championship brand.
1: Yeah. No, I feel that. I feel that. Let's talk about the PlayStation Showcase. Right? Okay. So they dropped a couple of trailers this week. We got the official trailer for God of War Ragnarok dropped. And a couple of the fanboys online were upset at the Thor reveal, right? You know, normally when... The fact that he's fat? Yeah, dog. Yeah, they was real heard about your buddy having that round full-fledged, <laughs> what was that, Infinity War belly? <laughs> no, it was in-game. In-game Thor? Yeah, the in-game Thor aesthetic, right? They wasn't feeling it, son. But I mean, regardless of them being in their feels about fat Thor... <laughs> <laughs> this gameplay trailer. This should look pretty intense. It's giving you all the typical things you would expect from a God of War game. Your hack and slash, your Kratos. Beautiful graphics. Uh, yes, yes. At this point, you know all the things you've come to expect from God of War. Kratos and Atreus are staving out the um, winter. Uh, I forget what it's called. You know, because it's that epic winter before Ragnarok here to help So, us. Atreus is like the equivalent of, like, Hercules, right? No, he's Loki. Atreus is oh, actually right, right. Loki. And he's now like, you know, he wants to figure out who he is and what his part in being one of the Acer gods is. Is, you know what I mean? Like, he's trying to embrace that side of him. Whereas Kratos is... He's been trying to escape at this yeah. whole time.
0: He's just like, I just want to be normal, dude.
1: Right, right. He's Does done- Kratos have... He's carrying a head? Yeah. It's all wrapped up in the Norse mythology now, right? Okay. So Kratos has done slaughtered all of the Greek gods, and he ran off to a new foreign land, which just happens to be, like, Midgard. Oh, right on. This looks dope. The first game was fun, right? Like, it was much funner than I was expecting it to be. You know, I, I wasn't hip to the idea of having Atreus as a companion. I didn't like the idea of Kratos... Because I've played God of War since God of War 1. Yeah. And I didn't like the idea of Kratos having like a companion that tagged along the whole time. But it ended up being much better than what I thought it was going to be.
0: The first three God of War is like the first iteration Cleveland LeBron. Young Kratos. He's super spry. Slash everywhere. Ah! (laughs) This this is like L.A. LeBron. He's yeah. just like tired, and he's just
1: like Atreus. Yo, look, I can carry you, but I need you to do some shit. Yeah, this was literally that's literally how it was though in the game. There were plenty of like after boss fights, like Kratos would be like worn the fuck out, and he would like he was like an inch away from saying, "I'm too old for this shit." <laughs> Yo, so we got that. Uh, we got the Spider-Man Two trailer, which. ...featured the Venom reveal... ...so I don't know if Venom is going to be like... ...the main antagonist in this... ...or the sequel to the Spider-Man game... ...he's going to be in it... ...in some form or... ...so it's Insomniac... ...right? Now. Yeah. Insomniac is going hard too because... ...this joint looks... ...just as good if not better... ...and there, ...these are all PlayStation 5 games... Yeah. ...so... ...unfortunately... ...unless stated otherwise by PlayStation... ...which I haven't seen at the moment... You're gonna have to get a PS5 to play these games. I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I'm gonna have to, you know, bite the bullet soon here, too. Um, if they ever come up off of the chip shortage. Yeah. So. Cause I'm definitely not trying to pay some, like, fucking eBay scab, like, a thousand dollars for a PlayStation. that. Which is still happening. Yep. Way. <laughs> this shit ain't no joke. I ain't no joke. <laughs> no, this chip shortage ain't no joke. And then there looks to be no end in sight for it. We really are just, like, backed up into infinity here. And beyond. beyond. So, I mean, this game looks beautiful. Right. Right. And, I mean, this is essentially just, you know, a teaser trailer showing you that, like... The game looks beautiful and, oh, here's Venom. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, that's hype. But even more hype was the reveal for Insomniac's Wolverine game, right? And we didn't get a huge trailer. There was no gameplay in this one either, but we did get to see a nice beat-up bar with an old grizzled Wolverine sitting at the counter, you know, trying to finish his drink as somebody weevil wobbles they way up to get finished by his claws in the end. No. And apparently there was like some Incredible Hulk uh, Easter eggs in here, but I didn't catch that, so I'll, you know, I'll get the deep dive info on that later. Did they model his face after Hugh Jackman? That's the question. That's what you want to know, and they didn't show his face, right? Like, we didn't get a face reveal. I'm hoping it looks more like 90s cartoon Wolverine than Hugh Jackman Wolverine, because, like, I don't know, I just feel like it's going to be dated once we get... So you want him to have, like, President Buchanan mutton chops? Yeah, yo, because if he looks like Hugh Jackman, Then when we get the new Wolverine, which is bound to happen at some point, right? Because the new X-Men, like, the X-Men introduction into the MCU is inevitable at this point. I am inevitable. I'm still trying to finish the new Mutants, by the way. I've attempted to watch this movie four fucking times, and I just can't, like, I've seen it in bits and pieces. I'm trying to watch it all the way through. It's not bad so far, but I mean, I started going back and watching Dragon Ball Super again. Wow. (laughs) So what did you, so out of the three video games, video game trailers that I just showed you, which one? Definitely the God of War trailer. God of War would be the one you're most likely to buy a PS5 for? Well, there's only one game that's going to make you buy a PS5. And what is that game? Final Fantasy 7 Remake Part 2 ah, But you know inevitably you will have to buy a PS5 for that shit I know Yeah it sucks though It sucks cause inflation is high right now Everything is high right now And then... Rising up. <laughs> Crashing through Oh we did that We already, already. did that thing Sorry. We already did that bit Sorry guys Sorry guys Oh In tra- other trailer news the Matrix 4 trailer dropped. The red pill or the blue pill? The official trailer for the Matrix 4 Resurrection dropped. We got to see old man Neo... Excuse me. We got John to see... John Wick. Okay. Oh- Old Man Neo, you know. He Ke- probably is filming a John Wick movie, which is why he looks exactly the way he is. Keanu Reeves has settled into that COVID hair, y'all. It's not going anywhere. He said, this is just my look from now on. The right? beard, the long <laughs> hair, like, this That's is, him. This is him. Completely disheveled and loving it, right? <laughs> and so um, this, everybody loves Keanu. This trailer was a perfect, like, It gave me everything I expected and wanted from a Matrix 4 trailer. Am I excited to see this movie still? I mean, I don't know. The trailer didn't necessarily get me, like, all amped up, but I've been anticipating
0: it for a while. The use of Jefferson Airplane's White Rabbit or Follow the Rabbit, I can't remember the actual name of that song. It felt fitting, but it... It was disorienting, which was fitting of The Matrix being disorienting. Because the original version of that song is it's a hardcore psychedelic rock
1: song. Yeah, and I mean, the trailer did get very psychedelic at certain points. I mean, don't get me wrong, this movie looks good, right? Like, visually, it looks like it's going to be appealing. I haven't seen the second or third
0: Matrix, but I feel like this is, I mean, given the time period when they're releasing it, they, it has to be something that people can just watch for the
1: first time. It doesn't look like Lawrence Fishburne is in this shit though. No pop. So it looks like Lawrence Fishburne's character of Morpheus is being played by Yaja Abdul-Mateen. So the second, I don't see him anywhere in the cast list though. So it really looks like he's out of it this time. We've also got Jessica Henwick, Christina Ricci is going to be in it. Priyanka Chopra. Jonas is in it as well. Carrie Ann Moss is returning as Trinity. I'm interested because, like, that scene where, like, they grab the bag and all of the blue pills fall out. And... Right. Or, like, where he dumps all of the blue p- I mean, look, they couldn't have hammered it home any harder that, like, he has decided to, like, rescind back into, like, the Matrix, right? Yeah. Like, he's just taking these blue pills. Forget all of this shit, right? Like self-medicated, take the blue pill, blue pill, I'll be online. Very contradictory to what we just said. (laughs) But I mean, once again, hitting home at the fact that, like, Neo is clearly trying to escape the, it seems like what would be the responsibilities of being the chosen one, right? And, And we'll figure out, I guess we'll figure out all of that more once the plot is actually revealed. Like I said, I am interested it definitely looks interesting I don't but the trailer didn't get me excited I saw the Trinity's a barista (laughs) on that note I think we're gonna take a little break and then we'll be right back at you guys right And then I sent you the trailer for California and I was like, do you wanna see Brad Pitt cosplaying a redneck while doing a Nicolas Cage impression? And it's it's his role in California, which is a really good movie by the way. It's David Duchovny and Brad Pitt. I love that movie, really good movie. But if I was to describe Brad Pitt's role in it, I would be like, he's cosplaying a redneck while doing a Nicolas Cage impression. I'll give
0: you that Paul Bettany has range with him being Vision and the flagellant from da Vinci Code.
1: And the nigga from Knight's uh, Tale, it's kind of like in the middle. That, But that's my point, right, like it, it, his ability to go from like A to B and then like to the tangent A, B and they're like, yeah, no, Paul Bettany. You need to watch Once Upon
0: a Time in Hollywood. Let's start with the non-zero possibility of
1: flaming hot Cheetos-flavored Mountain Dew hard seltzer. Ah, right back into the absurd. That's what you guys come here for. That's what you love from us. Who the
0: fuck asked for this? Oh, I've got
1: quite a few of those.
0: Yo, yo, it's me. It's me, the guy who asked. What is this? But why? Hey, old man, this? Why? Why would you do that? Why would you do any of that?
2: this, this? You serious?
1: So let's start with probably the most absurd thing on the list of things that nobody asked for this week, flaming Hot Cheetos Mountain Dew, son. As if there weren't already enough stomach punishing combinations out there. I got first, first things first, rest in peace Uncle Phil. Get your people Oh no, you are not going to blame us for this. This is definitely some caucastic bullshit if I have ever seen it in my life. Sir. Wait a minute, Hot Cheetos. Lil Pump had to go to the emergency room because he ate so many flaming Hot Cheetos it like literally was burning the inside lining of his stomach away. Do not. (laughs) Do not. (laughs) And Pepsi. Pepsi. You did a great thing this week, right? Like that Doja Cat Grease revival with the Pepsi soda shop, you know, introduction. Yeah, I I was fucking with that, right? Like that, I was here for that. You know, shout out to the queen. She getting her coins in, right? And then off the back heels of Doja Cat's good graces, you pull this bullshit. It's like off no real, off no bullshit. I guarantee you Doja Cat will drink one of these shits. Yeah? I guarantee you Doja yeah. Cat will drink one of these shits. Am I going to drink one of these bitches? Absolutely the fuck not. You will not catch me with one of these motherfuckers in my hand, not anytime soon in the near future. Can you I can't imagine f- going into a 7 Eleven in like Virginia.
0: And you walk up to the fucking Mountain Dew thing. And you see, oh, Mountain Dew, Mountain Dew Code red Mountain Dew Baja Blast Limited Edition, Mountain Dew Game Fuel, Mountain Dew Black, Mountain Dew Blue, Mountain Dew Flaming Hot Cheetos, Mountain Dew Hard Seltzer. Mountain Dew Code Red Flaming Hot Cheetos Hard Seltzer. Mountain Dew Code Red Game Fuel Flaming Hot Cheetos Seltzer Hard Seltzer so, now it's gonna be like a Russian roulette, is your Mountain Dew gonna taste like shit or be boozeaholic? Are there as many
1: Mountain Dew flavors as there are Kit Kat flavors at this point?
0: Second I think ball, the better one would be
1: Reese's. Have you seen all the variations of Reese's? No dog. apparently you're not hit to all of the different flavors of like Kit Kats there are out there, especially in like Japan and shit. They have like matcha green tea Kit Kats and like, yeah, yeah, it's no fucking joke. The Kit Kat game. This, however, has got to be a motherfucking joke. Unless PepsiCo, you willing to throw the bag at your boys? There is no way you will ever catch me doing some kind of I don't know space jam reboot ad with LeBron, where it's not instead of you know Michael Jordan dribbling the basketball, it's LeBron, and I'm like, hey LeBron. <laughs> Would you teach me to basketball? Sure, little boy. Could I have some of your Mountain Dew? It's Flamin' Hot Cheetos. Look, if unless Pepsi wanted to do something like that, maybe and then look, there's, there's no then way. LeBron takes the can, drinks it, lights on fire. Look, this ad writes itself, but there's no way you're gonna catch me right by myself with a Flamin' Hot now, Cheetos. Now this Mountain this can't Dew. be real, right? This is no way this can be real. Wrong. We snoped it we did Snopes it. You, a, as a matter of fact, it was so absurd that Snopes had to make sure that it wasn't some <laughs> weird internet hoax, right? Because it, I wouldn't, It, it's not past you guys. Let's not pretend like it's past you guys to pretend like this is a real thing. Y'all got people thinking Lil Nas X is actually about to have a baby. So what? <laughs> have you not no. seen the pictures of him with the pregnant tummy? No! Whoa, no, yeah, yeah, I have. Little baby Montero? Like, <sighs> what the fuck, internet? <laughs> exactly. Exactly that. What the fuck, internet? You motherfuckers is out here complaining about Fat Thor in the PlayStation uh, God of War reveal, right? So, like, let's, let's, did we roll into the, uh, play... Yeah, we talked about Yeah, we about... did. Yeah, yeah. yeah so... Y'all motherfuckers out here complaining about Fed Thor. Meanwhile, y'all out here chugging these motherfucking flaming hot Cheeto Mountain Dews. And you know what? I can't. Conservatives are complaining about Hunter Biden again. Oh, god. Hunter Biden. How did we go from talking about flaming hot Cheeto Mountain Dew to Hunter? Well, I mean, is is Hunter Biden the flaming hot Cheeto's Mountain Dew of presidential sons? No, he's the crackhead of presidential sons. I thought George Bush was the crankhead. No, he's the co cat. It's a thin line, but. Thin line. Go ahead. So, what's going on
0: with Hunter Biden? Hunter Biden embraced his artistic side. Okay. He started painting.
1: Also, oh, he is pulling a George W.
0: And conservatives are <laughs> up in arms
1: because he's selling his art. Oh, is it because he's not painting dogs? It's, I, Isn't that what George W. paints? Isn't it, like, exclusively dogs and shit like I that? I can't remember. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, what are his paintings? Are they good? I mean, from what I saw, I mean, they're they're fine. It's just, it's
0: hilarious to me that conservatives are just up in arms about him, like, selling, him art.
1: selling his art. When Trump and his kids literally continued to, like lambast about how much money their empire was making while their father was president right like didn't his daughter get like i don't know like a hundred and some patents approved over in china within like the first two years of the presidency like and y'all are mad because hunter biden wants to sell some paintings suck my dick get the fuck out oh i guess i can't say suck my dick because we're not explicit anymore (laughs) but kiss my grits i don't know who make me sound like somebody grandma? Uh, somebody- House Republicans are investigating Hunter Biden's art
0: sale uh, to distract themselves from Dems coming through their text messages from January 6th. Uh, good morning and happy Thursday to everyone except those idiots who ignored Ivanka Trump and Jared using their White House positions to clear $640 million, but are all outraged about Hunter Biden selling art. Isn't that
1: exactly what the fuck I said just now? Like, literally exactly what I said just now. GOP Congress House
0: panel to probe Hunter Biden art deal, citing unprecedented prices.
1: Six hundred and forty million dollars. Million, right? That's what you said, right? The Trump kids made six hundred, no, just Ivanka and Gerald. No, what is, right? What's his name? Jared. Jared, Jared not Gerald. Gerald. <laughs> That's Hey Arnold. <laughs> this is Hey Ivanka. <laughs> And Jared made six hundred forty million dollars, and y'all are mad because Hunter Biden's charging what? I don't know, fifty thousand per painting.
0: Like his, his art paintings. looks really like.
1: Do you think kind of like Rothko? Do you think he's selling pieces? Does it? I don't know, y'all. Let me know. I'll put some of this shit up here in the background if I can. If Hunter Biden gets us copyright strike though, <laughs> I mean,
0: but the thing is, is his
1: art pretty good. Okay, that one's not bad.
0: And I mean, if they're like big canvases,
1: then yeah, it might be worth it. Like, so that's like the most scandalous thing he's done since he stopped smoking crack. Are y'all just mad that he's not smoking crack anymore and y'all can't talk about that because Afghanistan didn't go the way you guys expected it to? It didn't dethrone Biden like everybody? I hate not being a whataboutist.
0: Like, just not falling into whataboutism. I really hate that I'm above that, because it's so easy to
1: just go, what about? (laughs) You know who's not above it? Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz is not above it. And him and Patton Oswalt got into it this week over Patton Oswalt canceling a few of his show dates in Texas over the venue's COVID regulations. You know, Patton wanted Mm -hmm. people to show their passports. Not passports. Vaccination cards. People. Patton wanted people to show their vaccination cards and like negative test results, and a couple of the venues weren't, you know, agreeing to some of those stipulations, so he canceled the show dates. And him and Ted Cruz got into it when Ted Cruz decided to chime in and say that it was disappointing. And uh, Patton tweeted back, not as disappointed, or that his fans would be disappointed. And Patton tweeted back, not as disappointed as when you canceled your Cancun vacation short to come home during the blizzard, right? Because if you know Patton Oswald, he... Troll! Very quick with it. Troll! Very quick with it. And, you know, they just kind of steamrolled from there. You know, after that, he told Ted Cruz it was 1 a.m. and he needed to go back to Liquid State and get some rest, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, it's... <sighs>
0: Ted, my fans are all at home, waiting to see you at the January 6th hearings. See,
1: <laughs> like, it's just Ted Cruz once again, Republicans. I'm can- so flattered you took time from your porn scrolling for this, Ted. Continue to stick their foots in their mouths, son. Looking for, you know, battles that they can't win. and your Well, beard that looks was stupid.
0: fun. As always, Ted, you're a friendless, cowardly embarrassment, and your beard looks stupid.
1: Looks stupid. As he continues to do on a daily basis. As they all continue to do, I mean... Ted Cruz looks like the fat Thor version of Wolverine. Shit.
0: Who's also depressed. Is he supposed to be it.
1: Canadian, too? I think Ted Cruz is Canadian. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, so predicted here on The Flood with Doc and Ziggy, Ted Cruz will be the next Wolverine. That's... That's... <gasps> Just so you guys know, that's why he's out here drumming up hype by doing a fake, like, Drake and Kanye beef with, like... Behind closed doors meetings with Kevin Feige. <laughs> here, here, here's what's gonna happen. and I want you to go out there and really, like, drum it up. So January that- <laughs> 6th hearings. I would like to call John Favreau to the stand. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Hugh Jackman. Oh, man. And now, William Stryker cut. Shit. Shit. Is that who uh, that was modeled after? No, William Stryker is the guy who created Wolverine. He he created the Weapon X program. Okay. I thought that was the actor that the original Wolverine cartoon model was based off of. And another who the fuck asked for this moment, if you hadn't gotten your fill off of the Saweetie meal at McDonald's, have you tried that shit yet? No. No, neither have I. (laughs) The Saweetie meal? Yes. Saweetie, the rapper, has her own meal selection, just like Travis Scott had the Travis Scott meal selection. Is that the one, like, the commercial... McDonald's is having where they're like out crazy
0: night and then they come in hungover in the morning? I, I don't know. I haven't seen it, but probably.
1: You know their main competitor. Would you say that Burger King is still their main competitor? Their main competitor, Burger King, couldn't take that laying down. And Burger King has started a new marketing rollout campaign for what they have labeled their keep it real meals. And they have partnered with artists such as Nita, Lil Huddy, and Nelly to bring you some of their classic meal choices, now featuring Burger King's new and improved menu selection, free of all artificial ingredients. Now, after I read this article, I'm not gonna lie, I kinda wanna go
0: to Burger King. Like, it actually
1: sounds good. So, the idea of, it's funny to me that you can use non, like, you can use, we removed all of the, like Subway, right? We removed all of the artificial things that we put in our food. Come try us again, right? Like, why did y'all have artificial ingredients in the first fucking place? <laughs> Let's keep it a ban. Well, you're I mean, not for going... me, I
0: kind of expect, fa- I, I
1: don't expect much, much from fast food companies. Now, so that you're... right. That's
0: saying, you know what? We're gonna have real ingredients. You know, I'm like,
1: about time. Who knows what I've eaten in the- Who knows what I've eaten before? So you're just gonna slow clap it up for them- I'm just thinking. like, it's improving! Right, okay, so it's an improvement. The Nelly meal specifically features a Whopper with cheese, small fries, and a small Sprite. Coined the Cornell Hayes Jr. meal. So this nigga thought, this shit was so- This is this is his shit, right? And you know it's his shit because he put his government on it. <laughs> like. This nigga stamped it with his government name and said, this is what I get every time I come. Psych, so, like, that's not what he said. He didn't say every time he goes to Burger King, but he this is what he want y'all to get. New and improved Whopper, with cheese, small fries, and a small drink. You really think Nelly is getting small fries and nope. a small drink? Nope. Come on, man. Come on. That's as much cat as the fucking album cover for his latest album. Anybody who's seen Nelly's latest album will get that joke.
0: Actually, I feel like all of those could feel like I never knew I needed it. Well, no, that one I feel like I always knew I kind of needed.
1: Would you say the new and improved Burger King menu is something you never knew you needed? Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Were you satisfied with the way Burger King... When was the last time you went to a Burger King? A couple of years ago. Yeah. I feel like it's been a, at least a year or so. Right? Yeah, a couple like, of years ago, I've definitely eaten McDonald's way more than... I feel like that's just because McDonald's are more like... Abundant? Yeah, than Burger King's are. Which I don't necessarily know is a good thing. I guess we'll find out if this new Mc Or these new, uh, new and improved keep it real meals. <laughs> Let's go on a break and then come back for some more absurdity. <laughs> maybe maybe a lot of people
0: have played Final fantasy I it's mean pretty popular game.
1: yeah but that doesn't that's like assuming that just because twitter is popular that everybody has a twitter that's fair like I get that it's a cultural cornerstone right but there are people outside of those cultural cornerstones just like you know as big as an impact as wrestling has not everybody is a wrestling fan some
0: absurdity so Lil Uzi Vert went crowd surfing at a festival recently
1: and someone in the crowd ripped that dumbass diamond out of his forehead I saw this I saw this and apparently he's got it insured right so he's not even worried oh, about it he got the stone back Yeah, yeah. <laughs> unlike Vision <laughs> <laughs> that was the joke right uh, Apparently was, Thanos is in the crowd. It was only a matter of time before it happened, right? I'm just glad that this nigga's forehead didn't burst into some like anime style like blood spurts in the middle of the crowd. Oh yeah, it made it a serious super spreader event. <laughs> you have AIDS. You have AIDS. You have AIDS. Yikes.
0: Let's hope not, right? Oh my. More god. More absurdity. Representative Eleanor Holmes Norton, Democrat of D.C.,
1: denies releasing six zebras loose in D.C. As absurd as this story is, it's still not as absurd as what's going on in Texas. But what a phenomenal headline with an even more phenomenal quote. Please read the quote that you sent to me because that shit had me rolling on the floor. If you are not convinced that we live in the curb your enthusiasm timeline, then this headline ought to finish the job. I'm telling you, I haven't been
0: drinking, and I haven't been doing any drugs. There are zebras in my backyard.
1: Come on, Larry! (laughs) Ain't no damn zebras in your backyard, Larry!
0: Local news has reports that the zebras were let loose on Saturday or Sunday of last week, a period of time during which I was enjoying quiet time at my home with my family. Norton says, My alibi is solid.
1: The fact that she had to provide an alibi because the evidence that she released the zebras was. Do you think it's that? That's why they had enough compelling evidence to be like, it was probably her she did it <laughs> i i don't know if you were going to release, <laughs> that sounds like something someone who stole zebras would say if you were going to release an animal from the zoo to cause like chaos and panic i feel like a zebra is the perfect animal right yes yeah. people You're less likely to get hurt, like, or people are less likely to get hurt if you release, like, an animal like a zebra. And if you release, like, the fucking turtles or something like that, no one's gonna care. Like, someone's gonna see a giant tortoise walking and be like, hey, that's... A zebra is, like, the perfect amount of, like, benign chaos? Yeah, yeah. It's like, if you see a zebra out in the wilds of D.C., (laughs) it's enough to make you stop and go, huh... That's not supposed to be there. That's what we were saying on the 6th.
0: Anyway, what other benign chaos animals would you think about releasing? Hmm. zebras are
1: a good one. Peacocks. No, those things are vicious. Are they? <laughs> yeah, dude. I feel like all birds are just still... Yeah, dude, they're basically just, like, geese with drip. No, you didn't say geese would drip though. Oh man, yeah, no, I feel that though. Those they are. Okay. Would you? All right, look. So, what other animal? What other animal would you release then? Do I want to make max, mass chaos or just go for the no
0: molds? benign chaos like nine chaos? Hmm. I feel like a a group of small apes of some kind.
1: No, no, no. Anytime you release monkeys, somebody is bound to get bit, yo. Anytime monkeys is on the scene, (laughs) you want somebody to get their fingers peeled back. Hmm. Man, like releasing like lions is always like, it just ends badly. Well... (laughs) Oh God, do you remember a couple of years back? When they, they, they claim that somebody had released a tiger from the D.C. Zoo. And <laughs> it was like a stuffed animal or something. I don't... I Anyway, that's that's going to get cut out of the video. <laughs> in more absurd news, Texas Governor Greg Abbott is still at it <laughs> with more absurd laws. He's trying to impose a law that would force social media companies in Texas to adopt a new policy that would keep them from banning anyone on the grounds of like hate speech or like violent speech right like unless specifically stated violence towards somebody right and i think like even small indiscriminate cases of like racist speech were um in like some of the stipulations or whatever but the law is still very controversial because one if it applies in texas How are they going to just implement it in just Texas and not across the board, right? Like, and I think that's kind of like his point. He wants to be the starting role in the snowball effect that keeps social media companies. This is nothing more than this fake crusade against social media. A lot of lawmakers in Texas and a lot of Texas Democrats don't think that this is going to uphold uh, because a similar law in Florida was just shot down too long ago. So on those grounds alone, aside from the actual absurd nature of being allowed to just go on and spew like anti-holocaust facts and stuff like that, like I don't see the purpose of dying on this hill, right? Like that's why I keep having like a hard time addressing it because it just seems like a weird front for them to put up. Like, what are you defending that it should be okay? And I guess they try to make it seem like the Republican voice is really being like squashed out right like cause a huge part of this law is you wouldn't be able to minimize somebody's outreach or their visibility based on like the opinions that they have stated and stuff like that i guess they're trying to make it so that you can't dox fucking karen for saying that she doesn't understand why they have to bag their pants and be so loud all the time like even though we all know what the fuck she means. Mm-hmm. I just don't like the loud music and the bachata just seems a little obnoxious. I heard they said his name was Rahim. <laughs> it sounds vaguely Islamic, and you know the fucking Taliban- that Did that go over your head? Rahim, oh no, the radio Rahim. No, but it still sounds vaguely Islamic, and I hear the Taliban just took over Afghanistan. Okay, so this is something that I wanted to Wait, talk about. It was the Taliban, right? Yeah. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. There's it a lot, I, I know. It wasn't Al Qaeda, right? Yeah, there's a lot of fucking terrorists. Or ISIS. <laughs> or
0: Boko Haram. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. So this is, I saw this thing on Facebook I told you about where um, somebody shared a, a meme of Joe Biden wearing a mask but the lower half of the face. Oh, you on the
1: mask was green-screened Hitler's lower half of his face. Right? He did not tell me this was on Facebook, but now that you tell me it was on Facebook, it makes so much more sense. I thought this was a Twitter thread. Bitch. No, it this was, was so on much Facebook. Fun. Yeah. this So makes I much saw much that picture. Sense. Yeah.
0: And I was like, okay, we need to stop for a second. We need to stop comparing things to the Holocaust. We need to stop comparing things to the
1: Holocaust. I have I a couple of other things we should add to that list too, but go ahead.
0: Because it's really fucking hard to imagine the horrors that, that happened in the
1: Holocaust. Well, specifically just now, I was men- I was gonna mention something that I learned earlier this week. Um, listening to an episode of Behind the Bastards, I learned that a lot of families, when being moved back and forth between these camps, the concentration camps before the death camp started, right? Like they would wear their m- most valuable possessions because there was no guarantee that their luggage was going to make it to the next camp. So when they started ushering them to the death camps, a lot of them would wear their most valuable clothing articles and their valuable possessions and die in them, right? So you know what would happen after that? they would discard the bodies and they would ransack the belongings on the bodies because they were the most valuable clothing and articles and possessions that they had so just in case you thought that you know the death camps were already like just in case you were wondering how bad it really got just imagining being carted to to god knows where wearing your best Your best guard. Like, hold on. Son. Just in case you were wondering, some of the how, like, how deep those horrors really got, there you go. It doesn't get much more darker and starker than, like, grave robbing (laughs) Nazis, yo. Like, it's. So I wrote this. There's no comparison.
0: I wrote this. Yeah. You know, anytime I read something. Future Dan, drop the soft music. Let's stop comparing things to the Holocaust. There is nothing that actually compares to the evil of it. To use the imagery of Nazis compared to current political figures is nothing more than hyperbole. One reason why WW2 media is so popular is because of how difficult it is to rationalize the atrocities that took place as a result of the Third Reich. Not one major political figure or party in the past 70 years has systemically killed 6 million people in such short a time. Even with Trump's negligence of handling this pandemic that resulted in over 1 million deaths, while his actions were entirely egregious, the deaths of those people were not carried out directly by the commands of the government. And as it goes farther and farther away from the events of World War II, the survivors who can give us a first-hand account are becoming less and less as time unwaveringly marches on. These descriptions sound so horrific, so inhumane, that people think those descriptions of what happened could only be found in fiction. But maybe it is the inverse. Maybe the fiction only comes as a result of real-life cruelty on such a level that we can only understand it through fiction. What happened to millions of people, however, was in fact very real. What happens when wicked people take power can potentially be very real. And then I have some uh, first-hand accounts of witnesses of
1: liberations of concentration camps, which are horrific. Right, and that's the part that's worrisome, is we are now becoming so far removed from it that we can callously make comparisons to things that have no actual... I mean, we don't even really need... Y'all can go ahead and read... The thread if you want to get into some more of those uh, actual accounts. But, I mean, I just listed one for you, right? Like, they were literally like, grave robbing these people. It, it is
0: uncomfortable. They were killing so many
1: people, it became more efficient to burn the bodies than to bury them. But this it's So this, I feel like, ties into whataboutism, and I can even, like, we can even make a through line here to what is going on in Texas, right? Like, I saw a lot of people comparing what is going on in Texas to the extremist conservative nature that is the regime under the Taliban and a lot of the, you know, strict religious fundamentalist um, Muslim countries, right? And somebody brought up a very good point. It does no justice to the actual suffering of the people in either the Taliban Uh, regulated states or the state of Texas at the moment to compare the two situations because you are actually taking away from the severity of what is going on in Texas by distracting it or distracting from it with by comparing it to like what is going on in Al Qaeda because what is going on in Texas is not Al Qaeda it is not the Taliban it is current it is cringe christian fundamentalism right that at hand that is what is causing these draconian laws and to compare it to the taliban distracts from the from acknowledging that fact right so trying to say trump is like hitler is distracting from what it is exactly that trump is having an impact on you understand what i'm saying like it's it does no justice to the argument anymore which is why i think it is you are right it is tired and we should stop using these these moments right like in these not even that it's tired it's not fair yeah and i but i think that's part of why i would say it's tired right because it it's tiresome to have to constantly explain why this does not, you why you cannot compare the Holocaust to slavery, right? Like, if they are two separate atrocities and trying to compare the two really doesn't allow you to fi- fully grasp the nature of either. While
0: both are unimaginable atrocities, they are atrocities of different kinds. Slavery exactly. lasted for centuries, right. and the Holocaust was, five years
1: right and so there's yet one that's one specific reason as to why a comparison between the two is an impossible task right to compare what is happening to all of the uh dreamers and the daca recipients and the immigrants and the refugees coming over the border and getting sent to these camps to what is going on in the Holocaust does a huge disservice to everybody sitting in these camps right now. You know what I mean? Because their moment is real to them in an entirely different way than what the Holocaust was real to the Jews at that point in time. Jews, gypsies, Catholics, Catholics Blacks, Poles, gays, Russians, trans gays, people, blacks, handicaps. Yep. I mean, you know, and Once again, one of the things that makes it... So when you try to... A lot of the times when we try to compare huge moments like that, we do end up kind of like boiling them down or condensing them in a like palatable way that really robs them of the detail that is needed to understand what exactly happened. Yeah, like I said, the the events of the Holocaust and World War II are so... Expansive and world and, war two the fact that we focus on world war two alone, right, is an is a huge injustice because world war two really is the condensing down of everything that led up to that moment. Yeah, world war one, like world war two is like the empire strikes back, whereas. World War One is like the prequels, right? It's like episode one, and everybody's like, oh, this shit is boring. I don't know, this, why does anybody even watch? But the prequels really set up the reason as to why the Empire stuff yeah. back. You know what I mean? So, everything in context, right? And comparing things often robs a lot of the context from the situation. And if you're
0: comparing it to the Holocaust, you're out of context. With almost anything you're comparing it to.
1: Uh, because... Because, because, because... John Mulaney and Olivia Munn are having a baby! <sighs> Speaking of mass exodus, So John like Mulaney had an baby. extended
0: interview with Seth Myers. It was okay. like a 13 minute long interview. So he's... And uh, he basically walked on and he was like, so how was your year? And he's like, well, i relapsed. Uh, I went to rehab. I got off, I started working for you, I was told, I started to do more coke, (laughs) got out of rehab, Olivia Munn was like, oh, hi, and, you know, she, uh, he had this one great line, he was like, you know, she was great, like, you know, a newborn deer, like, Bambi, trying to walk and how it's really hard when you're doing a lot of cocaine, like, Damn, John. Like, well, he came straight out and was, like, super, like, Seth Meyers was, like, that right? his intervention yeah. and everything. So it was basically just giving John his opportunity to come out and be like, here I am. Like, right. you know, I'm, I was really screwed up, but, you know, I'm actually happy with Olivia yeah. and so, we're having a baby. And yeah. it was nice to see John Mulaney actually smile Again, good. So, and hopefully... I'm gonna guess that it was probably on the rocks with his wife longer than yeah. everybody anticipated. Oh, I'm sure. You know. Also, it was uh, clear that Olivia Munn was thirst trapping after John Mulaney for a while. Damn. <laughs> Damn. I mean... She she posted some tweet like people found from like two years ago where they where she's just like wishing all the love and support. You got this, John.
1: Look, I mean. I'm not gonna say that you know she knew that she played the long game, right? <laughs> but maybe she did play the long game. And a uh, shout out to John Mulaney for you know getting back clean again because we don't want him to go that accidental route. You know, like I said, it is uh, get get those test kits, guys. It's- you know
0: what's funny? Uh, people were like, "How can somebody?" So-?
1: I saw this one tweet. They
0: were like, "I don't understand why people are upset." saying that John Mulaney was so wholesome and everything when he literally has stand-up bits about him being whacked out on blow. I mean,
1: have you seen Big Mouth? <laughs> I have a hard time grappling with that show, and it's a fucking hilarious show, right? But I have a hard time grappling with. Is he one of the main writers? I know that's like Nick Kroll's baby. Yeah, I I wouldn't be surprised, right? Like, you really think John Mulaney is gonna be in something where he doesn't get to contribute, or be in something where he doesn't? Who does contribute. does he play? Big mouth. Um, he's like he's not the main character, but he's like one of the main, the nerdy redhead kid. <gasps> yeah, got with it. the glasses. Um, I wanted to say that kid is actually the main character of the show. Anyway. Anyway, as we roll on here, the next and final installment of Daniel Craig's James Bond is about to hit, um, theaters here soon. And people were speculating on who could potentially fill the shoes of 007. Right? Like, who is going to be the next person to don the black suit and tie and swoon and murder all of his lovers? Not murder all of his lovers, but get all of his lovers murdered, right? Like, because we all know Bond has. Bond girls have a tendency not to make it through the film.
0: <laughs> Shout out, Halle Berry.
1: So, uh, the first runner up, most recently in that list was Renee, or I, I don't know, Rajay John Page, I don't know how you say his name, the dude from Bridgerton, right? Like homeboy from Bridgerton was on the top of the list most recently when it came to like all the social media polls, right? But it seems that according to Hollywood whispers, he maybe had been knocked down a peg by one of Sir Venom fame, Tom Hardy. Right? Like, <laughs> he also played Vane. You adopted the darkness. So, yeah, I mean, Tom Hardy is most recently famous or known for his role as um, Eddie Brock in Venom. Yeah. Right? Uh, but we've also seen him in the reprised Mad Max role. He's been in a bunch of Christopher Nolan movies. Right, so
0: when... Dunkirk, most recently. Wasn't he in an Inception? Yes, he also was in Inception. So, I could totally see Tom Hardy... Christopher Nolan has, like, his gaggle of
1: actors, just like Tarantino has his. Right, or Adam Sandler and his crew, Who, you know. I could totally see Tom Hardy as... I could see Tom Hardy being
0: a Bond following Daniel Craig. I've never been a Daniel Craig fan for Bond.
1: Really? Regé-Jean Page, though, I mean, he seemed like he could, based off of like, stills, I, like I said, I haven't watched Bridgerton. Don't come at me for it. But based off of some of the stills I've seen, like, you know, he looks like he could fit the aesthetic. Of course, they've got Lashana Lynch up there and Idris Elba as well was, you know, a fan favorite for a while. So here's the thing.
0: Idris would be, he could totally own the character of Bond. Right. I just wouldn't be able to not see Idris Elba. Like the thing is is like Idris Elba playing a like like a character I totally get, but like Idris Elba already is a suave, really handsome British guy.
1: So I mean, he could fit naturally into it, right? Like I mean, it I would don't just, know. for me it would just be like Idris Elba with guns.
0: Which now, isn't a bad thing, but it's not like... Now you see my argument about Brad Pitt. I said if he's trying to play yeah.
1: Bond. <laughs> but that's how it feels every time I see Brad Pitt on screen, son. It is like, this is Brad Pitt playing a cowboy. This is Brad Pitt if he was no,
0: pretending no, 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 no. to be... So what I'm saying is, it's like, everything that Bond is... Is already Idris Elba. Is already Idris Elba. <laughs> It would be basically like watching Idris Elba in an hour-and-a-half-long Audi commercial.
1: Mm. (laughs) So they also have
0: uh, Henry Cavill up here. Henry Cavill is the one I looked at. And I was like, my favorite Bond is Pierce Brosnan. So if you wanted somebody to reprise the Pierce Brosnan aesthetic... But if you look, it's Pierce Brosnan, Roger Moore, Sean Connery. To me, Bond is the, like slick back hair.
1: Yeah. Dude, you would Clean see it cut. like I could definitely. Yeah. So when you put it that way, if Henry Cavill feels perfect for the follow-up, if we're going back to a traditional bond look. Right. Yeah, now. and like the thing is is
0: Cavill he's been Superman. Henry Cavill.
1: <laughs> yeah, Henry
0: Cavill. Yeah. <laughs> Henry Cavill. <laughs> So Henry Cavill has been not only Superman, but he's also been Geralt the Witcher. So I mean, I've I've seen Henry Cavill in like all of these different types of roles, but I I can't pin him down into like one type of thing. Where Idris Elba, I'm just like, oh, this would just be like Idris Elba being himself. So would you
1: say Henry Cavill has range? He's an up and coming to his <laughs> With tons of rage. Now, if we were looking for somebody to follow up, like we said, the uh, Daniel Craig aesthetic, James Bond. Then Tom I Hardy w- be would be it. would definitely be Tom Hardy. But if we wanted to once again flip the script on what we see James Bond as, then, you know, uh, Roger Jean Page wouldn't be bad. Idris Elba, I feel like, would keep the same vibe but you know provide like a different flavor i guess um lashana lynch also wouldn't be a bad choice but i feel like she's supposed to be in this next one coming up anyway bond has always had that look
0: like the bow tie the pistol with the silencer the slick back hair right. and like
1: so I mean, I could totally see any of the four people out of the. I mean, they had some other people on this list as um, that I, I've i never heard. Uh, James Norton, Clive Standon. Okay, so these are all people I've heard of, but I can't picture right off. You know the who I could have seen being Bond when he was younger? Who? Clive Owen. Yeah. What's Clive Owen been doing
0: recently? Nothing. That's the thing. Last yeah. thing I really saw. I love Clive Owen as an actor. Yeah. No, he I, was in that the, the show The Nick, which was really good. Okay. Where he played up, it was about a early 20th century hospital in New York. And uh, he played a doctor who was like so fucked up on heroin and blow. It feels like a Clive Owen role, you know, he likes to get gritty. But he was also like the best surgeon. And there was one point where he like he does
1: surgery like on himself. What? Yeah sounds wild uh justin hartley um was another one that they had picked all these once again are people that i feel like names that didn't stick out in my head like we said uh be on the lookout for the new bond movie uh, that's who do you think could be a bond girl right now would you be like "Mm, they could be a bond girl I'm reading an article from Yahoo News that says Lashawna Lynch says, James Bond could be man or woman of any race or age, right? So as we're talking about Bond girls and like their notorious not ability to not make it through the entire movie, is it time to retire the idea of a Bond girl? Like, especially if, you know, Lashawna Lynch is casted to play the next James Bond. Then... The idea of James Bond being about the eye candy, right? Like maybe there's a G- maybe there's a Bond dude, and then everybody has to swallow their
0: toxic masculinity as he gets killed oh off. Fisher <laughs> was the coach of the Knicks at a time, and he fucked Matt Barnes' wife. Matt Barnes came to practice and was ready to lay him the fuck out.
1: Should get messy, yo. Should get real messy. You know what else is messy? What? CBS deciding to greenlight a reality show based on being an activist. Yes, now it's finally time to talk about it. I know I've been avoiding talking about yeah. it the entire episode, and that's because... Keeping in theme with today's episode, this shit is really fucking absurd. Really fucking absurd. So, The Activist, CVS's new reality show, aims to put the spotlight on a contestant host-driven reality show, with the host being Usher, Priyanka Chopra... The series will be a five-week challenge um, featuring six inspiring activists teamed up with the three high-profile public figures being Usher, Priyanka Chopra, and the one who I cannot remember at the moment. (laughs) Uh, The one who remains. The one who remains. (laughs) And they will be working together to bring meaningful change to one of three vitally important causes. All captured on film. Health, education, and environment, right? Now, off of the pitch, this doesn't sound innately like a bad thing right like it reminds me of uh the dream home makeover show or whatever the fuck it was called like back in the day like move that bus (laughs) Yup. right it reminds me of that but it is kind of a charity point, right yeah it does and i'm afraid it's going to be i'm looking at you
0: taylor swift you conscious and unapologetic white supremacist symbol
1: shit I'm afraid it's going to be some self-serving charity porn, right? Like making people feel like they've done enough just by watching the show instead of actually inspiring people the same way like a Greta Thunberg actually inspired like people her age to get out and make a difference, right? Like, and that's what I- What kids. Right, and that's what I think they're aiming for, but I hope it's done in a way that doesn't feel like those Instagram videos where the dude is like, hey man, look, you dropped something, and then throws like a hundred or a stack of hundreds in front of like a homeless person and is like, nah man, you keep that. You keep that, man. That's you. That's yours. That's you. Like, I hate those videos, right? Because it's like, Stop putting people's like, these people are really hurting, right? So like nine out of 10, these people always cry when you do shit like that to them. Like I just saw another one today where dude was running around or driving around buying waters at like restaurants and stuff like that. And then asking uh, the waiters how much they wanted as a tip. And he would give them like, you know, a hundred dollars or $300 or whatever. Yeah, that shit is cool, but can you do it without filming it? Like, why do we need to know you did it? <laughs> right? Like, I thought the
0: whole point of... I did see one cool one a couple of years ago where this guy was getting clowned for his Jordans. One dude came with a fresh pair of J's for him, and oh, somebody yeah. else started filming it.
1: Yeah. See, that that's different, right? Like, if somebody else films your good deed, then... You, I feel like you're supposed to go viral then, right? But, like, if you're out here filming your good deeds for the sake of the views and going viral, kind of dirties the good deed a little bit, doesn't it? Or cheapens it. Does it? Or is it still just as good? You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of what I wanted... Self-serving. So, is it wrong, though, if it's self-serving? Because that's kind of what I wanted to talk about when it comes to the whole idea of this show, right? Like, as I said in the beginning, is the show as cringe if it actually inspires people to go out there and make a change?
0: I think that there is a two-minute video that is more inspiring than the
1: entire five-week-long run of this. But if it has an impact then do we embrace more shows like this
0: it could but as i was going to lead into with a,
1: uh, I never knew i needed this oh shout out to another i never knew i needed this a boat's
0: a boat the mystery box could be anything it could even be a boat And
2: a shout-out to Steve. Hi. You got a second? Okay. You remember how, when we were younger, we used to um, run around and hang out with Blue and find clues and talk to Mr. Salt and freak out about the mail and do all the fun stuff? And then one day, I was like, oh, hey, guess what? Big news. I'm leaving. Uh, this is my brother Joe, he's your new best friend, and then I got on a bus and I left. And we didn't see each other for like a really long time. Can we just talk about that? Great, because I I realized that 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 was kind of abrupt. Um, I just kind of got up and went to college. And uh, that was really challenging, by the way, but great because I got to use my mind and take a step at a time, and now I literally am doing many of the things that I wanted to do. And then look at you, and look at all you have done, and all you have accomplished in all that time. And it just, it's just so amazing, right? I mean, we started out with clues, and now it's what? Student loans, and um, jobs, and families, and some of it, has been kinda hard, you know? I know you know. And I wanted to tell you that I I really couldn't have done all of that without your help. And in fact, all the help that you helped me with when we were younger is still helping me today, right now. And that's super cool. I guess I just wanted to say that after all these years, I never forgot you ever and I'm super glad we're still friends thanks for listening you look great by the way whatever it is you're doing it's work
1: oh uh, if you guys Thank you, Steve if you guys haven't seen the original blues clues host the OG blues clues host the original owner of the mailbox, the couch, the dog that we all grew up in, loving. The landlord of Mr. Salt and Mr. Pepper. If you weren't solving mysteries with Scooby-Doo and the gang, then you definitely found a clue or two with Blue and Steve, right? Blue's gonna do, we can do. Yeah, Steve came back with a very touching, and I will say a very needed message for most of us right right it's been a rough and it's been really hard years. it's been a rough six years we've had to deal with a lot of hectic crazy shit over the last six years and steve decided to speak his mind and come out and say a few things and you know he told us he missed us right you know he told us he was proud of us and most importantly that he never forgot ever
0: my favorite part of the entire video is just like, so can we talk about that for a minute?
1: Great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know why this shit hit home with everybody like it did. And it, I mean, it got me too, right? Like, I'm not going to sit here and, and be because all Because
0: right. you, you could tell he meant
1: it. It really, it was authentic, right? Like, And, it, and I think that's in a world of such uncertainty and absurdity to... For a video like that, with that much authenticity, you know, it just it felt wholesome, needed, and it felt warm, and, and I don't know, it just things like that. They're nice. We need more of them. I say after clowning the activist, which hopefully will inspire more kind acts of the Steve nature, right? But.
0: No, I think you might be onto something where people are going to watch it and feel like they did something good just by watching it to begin with.
1: Right, I mean...
0: Charity porn. (laughs) That's a good way to put it. That's really all it is. I watched this show, so I did something. You're right, you
1: watched the show. (laughs) Speaking of watch... Oh, we talked about the VMAs tonight, didn't we? Did we talk about the VMAs already? We mentioned them. Oh, well, <laughs> speaking of tonight, the VMAs are tonight. Doja Cat is hosting. Oh, that we definitely been. So, what was the last time you watched a VMA? <laughs> Five years ago, maybe? It's been a while. It's been a while
0: since I've been tuned in. When was the year that Kanye got the Lifetime Achievement Award? Hmm. The one where he said he was going to run for president in 2020.
1: So that had to be 2016 then, right? Something like that, yeah. Yeah,
0: Yeah, that's the last time I watched the VMAs.
1: The VMAs were also when he cut off Taylor Swift in 09, right? Yeah. So do you think something iconic is going to happen at tonight's VMAs? Do you think... Kanye going to be there? I mean... He should, time? shouldn't he? I don't know. is probably too late for any award consideration. Yeah, that's fair. When was the last time you watched a music video? Probably here sometime. <laughs> so sometime recently, but you can't remember which one. I still watch them occasionally. Oh. Would be bad if I said the Lil Nas X but... <laughs> <laughs> What's the best music video you've ever seen? Pink Floyd, Another Brick in the Wall. Mm. Michael Jackson, I remember the time. <laughs> it's like, nah. I mean, that probably wouldn't be the best video I've ever seen, but Michael definitely had some of the more A outlanded- uh, couple other ones. Californication by the Red Hot Chili Peppers.
0: Okay. Have you seen either of those? Yeah. Um... Another Brick in the Wall, I think, is one of the most iconic music videos of all time.
1: No, we watched that one together here and um the um, cattle fornication
0: video used to be on VH1
1: all the time.
0: It's very simple, but it's the, the power of the yeah, song combined with the staging know. of the video, of The Heroes by Bowie. Hmm. I don't think I've seen that one. It's very simple, it's just Bowie singing. But The Victory
1: music video. Biggie <laughs> Diddy. Uh, California Love. Mm, mm, the Mad Max theme. Yeah. Wop. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: God, the 90s have a lot of really good ones.
1: Yeah, that's because they was doing dumb shit in the 90s, like spending a million fucking dollars on a music video. <laughs> Shout out to Weezer and Spike Jones. <laughs> Shout out to Diddy and fucking Bad Boy. Right, niggas was flying in choppers and shit. <laughs> like, come on, they used to rap videos in the '90s it was fucking ridiculous. Yo, Busta Rhymes videos used to be mad crazy. The same, my name video is good, where they're going through the house in all the different colors. Did you see that Busta Rhymes <laughs> came out an- as anti-mask just recently? Nope. Yeah, because nobody can silence Busta. This nigga, I, I want to say we talked about this. I thought we talked about this. This nigga came out on stage and was like, no other man is supposed to tell you you can't breathe. And it's like, that statement would have been so impactful at any other time if he wasn't talking about where Yeah, Yo, it's just like, that's the hill you chose to die on, son. That's the hill you chose to die on, my guy. Like... I don't know, it's wild man, Busta Rhymes coming out as anti-mask, just another reason why none of this shit is normal. Y'all be safe out there, man. Keep your death threats to 140 characters or less. And get those test kits. Deuces! Look,
0: it's a flood! It's a flood! It's flooding! Get away! Quick, we need to get to higher ground! Open the floodgates!
2: It is time to